welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy Black History Month. Yes. Happy Black <laughs> History Month. We need to post facts every day. Or qu- we should quiz all our followers every day for Black History Month. We should. Or a couple days out of the week. We might not do it every day. I've been um up in my apparel, up in my um Black History Month apparel. Because I have shirts, but I wanted to buy like some sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, one of the sweatshirts I got is a little controversial. It says black mixed with black, uh-huh. but I like it. You so should get it. I've been like, mm, should I wear this to work? Is this not work appropriate? Wear what you want. It's Black History Month. That's that's been my excuse for everything. Yeah. I went to work with these two braids in my head, and I said it's Black History Month. Exactly. I'm going to do what I want to I'm every day this month. So please stop talking to me. Embrace <laughs> embrace my natural hair at all I phases. need to get me some shirts, too. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough apparel. I don't have clothes as it is. I want to redo my whole wardrobe, period. But I need to start by adding a piece at a time. Yeah. So I'm not spending. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm really trying to. Because I have... So many clothes that do not fit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just clothes that I just don't wear because I'm just not in that phase of life. So definitely need to do a whole purge. But that takes time. It does. And I do purges pretty often. And I still feel like I have a whole bunch of junk. Yeah. So And I'm broke.com after paying for Cabo during mm-hmm. rent week. Why y'all, did I do that? <laughs> listen, if y'all don't hear from us... <laughs> After March, come check on us. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't hear from us by the first week in April, check on us. Because mm-hmm. we're going to Mexico. Yeah. And to get it, big it's going to be lit. Big I cannot lit. wait. Y'all don't even, a lot of y'all newbies have not seen my line at its prime. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is going to be, a, um, I need a drink. Start drinking water and Pedialyte now. Yeah. Right now. Like today. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. I'm I'm so excited. It's gonna be, and I was gonna try to work that Tuesday that we got back, and I we was get like, back, we fly back in like at midnight. I know, and then yeah. we have to drive back from Durham. But I was like, I can thug it out. I've done mm-hmm. it before. But I'm like, the way we're gonna be drinking on this trip, I'm gonna need. And honestly, all if of I Tuesday. get to your house before <laughs> mine that night, I might just sleep at your <laughs> house. <laughs> Whosoever house we get to first, I'm just gonna have to sleep there because yeah. I don't care if you're 20 minutes down the street. We're gonna. If we're getting at midnight, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all, pray for us. We are going to Mexico at the end of the month for our, for those of you who don't know, me and Ariel are AKAs, and yes. our line will be five years old. Can Ooh, you believe that's it? That's a celebration. Can you believe it? We're old. Um, but we'll be five, so we're going to Mexico at the end of March, and... That's why we're telling you to check on us because it's Please. about to be a lituation. I just get so excited thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so fun. It really is. I think because it's paid for it now, it's even more realistic. Yeah, we got to check in and see, make sure everybody paid for it. I was say deposits are due to, I mean, the rest of the money is due today. So we do need to check in. As we're soon gonna, as we get off air, we need to call everybody one by one, like who we don't know. Group FaceTime, <laughs> yes. <laughs> who has paid and who we don't know who's paid and be like, did you pay? Right. Because we're going. Yes. So, and that's that on that. It's definitely going to be lit. But we're all in March, back to February. It is Black History Month. Support black women. Support yes. black men. Support black-owned businesses. Everything um, black supported. What else? What else? Know your roots. Yes. Love yourself. Know your history. <laughs> Teach your kids. Know your history. If you have some. Yes. 
Love on, love on somebody black this month. And go see all these black movies that are coming out because it's a lot of them. What movies are coming out? Um, Photograph with Issa Rae and... Somebody. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I've seen that. Remy Ma posted about that. Yes. And I'm sad. I missed the Michael um, B. Jordan movie. Is it still in theaters? I still haven't seen Bad Boys, so I'm telling y'all to go watch black movies, but I need to as well. I need a movie-going partner because I have a lot of movies that I have to see. I need to see Bad Boys. I need to see, I mean, it just came out, but I want to see the Harley Quinn movie. We should go. I have gift cards. I I do, too, actually. I have a free free pass that I want on Christmas. We should go next next week when they have, like, the $5 movie night. Okay. I think it's next Tuesday. We should go then because they do like $5 movie night somewhere. I think it's the one by your house. Yeah, I definitely can't go this week unless Mm -hmm. we use our pass because when I tell y'all me paying for Cabo and rent on the same week, stupid. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? I try to make them a budget plan. (laughs) Ain't nobody following. (laughs) We've already talked about budgeting is not my area of expertise, (laughs) but it's paid. It's It's paid. paid, So We going. We going, but I just can't do nothing till Friday when I get paid. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. It's my coming. Mom, my mama, so y'all, my mom, like, can see in my bank account, which don't judge me. She don't put nothing in it, really, but <laughs> she can see it. And um, she texted me and was like, you okay? <laughs> she said, you need some money for some groceries. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Woo. She's so sweet. Y'all, Amber's mother spit her out. Like, I've <laughs> never seen, actually, I know one other person that looks just like their mom to this extent. But Amber and her mom have the exact same face. <laughs> I don't, I think we look alike, but y'all be dramatic. No, y'all it. have the exact same face. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. On Mother's Day, look at our um, story, because I'm post picture of Amber and her mama, because they look just alike. <laughs> How you got a picture of me and my mom? I'll find one. I cannot. I cannot. They do. They look just alike. I need to do something, though, for Black History Month. So if y'all are in the Charlotte area and y'all know of events or programs that are happening, please um, at me or Ariel so right. that or Glowish so that um, we can go because. I'll be yeah. here this month. I, I really don't have anything. I was at a cabin this past weekend. For my um friend's birthday. How but was it? It was fun. It was fun. It was really like chill. Just like a whole bunch of wine drinking. A whole bunch of like movie. It was really chill and it was good. It snowed. Yeah. So um, it was like a perfect. We went in the hot tub. It was like a perfect little weekend getaway. That's what I wanted to do for my birthday. But I literally spent $5. Did you? I mean outside of like of the course what we paid for the cabin which mm-hmm. was last month in January. But yeah. We got groceries. We cooked everything. So it was fun. Mm, that's fun. I wanted to do that for my birthday, but I just felt like I'm planning um, my best friend's bachelorette party. Woo woo. Yes. And I'm planning, we're going to Cabo. And mm-hmm. then um, my sister wants to go to Jamaica for her 30th. And then. It's going to be a little traveling. Person. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's a lot going on. So I was like, I'm going to just chill. I'm going to chill. I'm going to sit in Charlotte for my birthday, but it's still going to be lit. Did you decide what you, all you wanted to do for your birthday? I don't, I know like the skeleton of what I want to do, but Mm -hmm. I don't have exact locations yet because I'm waiting to see like who all is coming Yeah. before I kind of, because I want to get a booth and I want it to be big enough for everybody that is coming with me. Right. Which in Charlotte, some booths are like, you're Mm -hmm. comfortable with four people. 
some you can fit 20, you know? So, yeah. like, I need to gauge how many people I'm going to have. I like Oak Room if you have a booth. That's the only way I like Oak Room. Yeah. But Oak Room's lit if you have a booth. Any other time if you have to be out with the general public, it's a no. <laughs> I, yeah, Oak Room. <sighs> Their booths are big enough for, like, a group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, to where you're not smushing a booth. But it's not, and their music is lit too, but it's not fun if you have to be out on the floor because it's literally like skin to skin. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out because it's the big 2-6. It's a new chapter. Yes. I really feel like after 25, it really is a new chapter. Like yeah, You really is. are in your prime adult years at that point. You pay all your bills now. And I'm going <laughs> to act as such. Exactly. So take what that means for you, <laughs> for you, <laughs> after 25. Right. Officially an adult. And the, yeah, so I ain't. It's time to start thinking about life life. <laughs> uh, I know. Don't I know it. But shout out to everybody that is celebrating their Kobe year this year. Yes. Because. That was hard. Yeah. That was yeah. really hard. Yeah, that hit me really hard. Yeah. Like, I. I'm not a celebrity death, quote-unquote, crier, yeah, but I, I definitely that. cried a lot for Kobe. I didn't cry, but my heart was heavy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it takes a lot for me to – well, it, it takes a lot for me to cry, and it doesn't – it's weird. But that that was really, really heavy for me. Yeah. Because it was so sudden and so unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I hate how the media is so quick to – release things like celebrities aren't humans Mm -hmm. yeah and they posted something like apparently i don't know 100 percent the facts but apparently they were mad because the law enforcement felt like the news outlets posted it before they had a chance to call Mm -hmm. and then i guess somebody combated it and said no we were told that vanessa knew that's the only reason why we posted it and then I guess they'd be like, but the other families, did yeah. you make sure that they knew? And I think mm-hmm. they were like, okay, yeah, no, we didn't. Right. So I'm not 100% on if Vanessa did know before, mm-hmm. but can you imagine if she didn't? Exactly. Can you imagine Imagine if she didn't? And also just being in that situation and then it like, you not even being able to process it before it's all the way out there or whatever. Yeah. Because the reason why it's, it doesn't make sense to me because it was like, okay, Kobe's dead. Oh, oh, wait. All his kids were on the plane. Oh, oh, wait. Who's who? Who? At the door. I don't know. Hi. Hold on, y'all. Mm-mm. No. No. That's no, okay. Fine. <laughs> How the hell? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Somebody just came. Uh. Yeah, I'm not even editing that out. It's okay. <laughs> um, but wh- why, if we're sitting here talking, why would you come to the door? <sighs> Anywho, <laughs> I just can't, like, even if she didn't know, it's like the news was even unsure. They were like, oh, Kobe's dead. Oh, it's a glitch. Oh, no, he's dead. Oh, all his family was on the plane with him. Oh, no, they weren't. Like, you know, it was yeah, just it was so back and forth. Like, y'all Rick don't even Fox know what y'all reporting. Got yeah. <laughs> It was a it was it was a lot. So it's like you're saying all this stuff, and honestly, I, I'm sure she just cut off the news at that point. I would, mm-hmm. but it just 
you got to, the rest of his family too, like they, what if they contacted her and nobody else knew, like they're finding out through media who, who's not even sure what they're reporting. Right. Yeah. Only thing I was like, okay, y'all, y'all got to give them a break on was how slow they were in confirming how many people, mm-hmm. because everybody on the plane died yeah. and it caught on fire. So, I mean, it will take a while for you to de- determine whose body belongs to who and yeah. exactly how many people's bodies you're looking for. Um, but then it's like, why announce it if you're not, if right. you don't have all the facts yet? Right. Yeah. It's just like, y'all are so quick to want to report something, but like get all the facts for first, yeah. especially because you're reporting people's family members. Yeah. Like it wasn't just Kobe. It was that other family, literally their parents and their sibling died and it was just two of them left like Mm -hmm. all of them were family members mothers daughters sisters brothers Mm -hmm. and y'all don't even and they're probably panicking because they haven't confirmed all the bodies yet and they're Mm -hmm. like oh shoot such and such was with them yeah like can you imagine the agony of literally not knowing like knowing the plane went down but they're because the number changed so much the number of how many people died changed so many times that you could have thought oh my god my loved one made it exactly or maybe they didn't Mm -hmm. or where are they yeah but you know what's scary about the whole kobe thing all of the numbers like all of the way people were like oh he died did you have you seen the way people were like connecting his death with all of these random numbers in his life no but stuff like that really irritates me i didn't see that but i saw where people try to pull that illuminati crap yes And that kills me because it's just like, I remember Jay-Z said something along the lines of like the Illuminati was created to basically, mm, what word am I looking for? To basically, um, because if you think about it, when people talk about Illuminati, they talk about successful black people. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically what he was saying is the Illuminati, because, you know, like Jay-Z and Beyonce were the main ones who they were like, they're in the Illuminati. Mm. He's basically like it was created to as like a, um, like as a way to take away the fact that black people can be successful without having any, like without having have sold their souls. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. I don't like the whole conspiracy theories that piss me off. Like Mm -mm. people are like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Like, let the dead be the dead. It does not always have to be a conspiracy. And I I'm gonna look up that quote that Jay-Z said while we're talking. Yeah. So that all that, yes. The numbers, I'm like, and I tell y'all, I am not, I don't believe in stuff like that, but it was kind of scary. Anybody who saw like all the posts about, oh, he left the core at 4.1 seconds, but he died when he was 41. Oh, if you add this date, this date, like, and this date, stop. it equals 41. Death. It's scary. It it's is. scary because it's like the math actually for some of the things made sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it had me sitting there thinking like, not that, not that Kobe was in the Illuminati, obviously. Not that his death was conspiracy, but like that the universe actually is throwing little hints all along that we miss right it had me actually sit in there for a second thinking is that true and i go too deep into it because it's scary but i y'all got me with those i was sitting there what i believe is when god says it's time for you to go it's time for you to go and i don't question god so the numbers and stuff is not gonna give me nightmares at night Mm -mm, no i ain't going (laughs) to look for them i ain't going around looking for these numbers but i think it's kind of crazy how there were so many 
I really wish I could find this quote by Jay-Z because it was so well put, like what he said about it. And, of course, it's not going to be one of the first things that – no, maybe this is it. It, Of course it's not going to be the same thing, like the first thing that pops up Mm because they don't want you to believe it. Yeah. I had but it in my old iPod and now I can't Bigger find than it. all the conspiracies and the numbers and all that stuff, it just really hit home because Kobe was just a lot to the black community in general and to the world. Like, I'm not even going to limit him to the black community. He meant a lot to the world. And I obviously don't play sports, mm-hmm. but, you know, he meant a lot to the um, basketball. So, yeah. It was just, it's very sad. I can't find it. Whenever I do, though, I'll post it on the page. Because okay. it, it was really good. Yeah. Definitely got to post that on the page. Cause, but I believe it, though. I do believe that it was created to basically say, y'all had to have done something. Right. Because Ain't no way what, y'all just became successful. What white people do they accuse of being in the Illuminati? And if they do, it's not so quick like, oh, they're part of the Illuminati. It's all your high-end, like, millionaire black people that just so happen to sell their souls to the devil. Yeah, but I honestly could not tell you the first thing about the Illuminati because I never paid it one. Mm-mm. Like, when no. people would say it, I would just be like, okay. Chilly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see um, the lady they were accusing during Kobe's death of, like, saying the N-word? Yes. <laughs> so I felt like that was a little bit of a reach. At first I was like, oh, no. Like, I know that she didn't. But I replayed it back. And it really did sound like she said nakers. Yeah. I'll, I'll give her that that time. I very real. Usually I will pop off and be like, huh? But I listened to it after the fact. Like when I actually was like, okay, let me actually listen to what she's saying. It didn't sound like that to me. It sounded like nakers. It sounded like she stumbled over her words. I don't even think it sounded like nakers, but it didn't sound like niggers either. Yeah. I it sounded like that to me. I'm gonna be honest, sound like that to me. But also, mm-hmm. I think the most interesting part of it is how they literally did not address it. Unless yeah. I missed something. If I missed she, something, she y'all send it. it to me. Oh yeah, she addressed it. Yeah, she made a tweet and was like, "Oh, that's when she said she said nakers. That's where the mm-hmm. whole nakers thing came from." But I mean, like the news outlet. Unless I missed something, oh yeah, did not make a statement on it. They mm-hmm. literally, but they, they told like, baby girl, stop tweeting for three days, and then they brushed that right under the right. rug. Right, and I feel like sometimes you really do have to pick and choose your battles. Like, you remember, we did something when we were formerly known as Hustle and Glow, mm-hmm. but we talked about how, um, what, what was our topic when we were talking about how, like, everything is not Like the cancel racist. culture? Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. everything is not racist. Like, we're so quick to be like, oh, she said that. But when you actually slow it down and listen to what she said, clearly she stumbled over her words. But I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things. We was reaching just a little bit. And a lot of black people on Twitter was like, uh, y'all are reaching. Yeah, a lot of people. It was it was a lot of people who were like, hell no. That's what she said. She said what she said. And then it was mm-hmm. a lot of people who were like, like come on, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that's the more interesting part in it, how they did not say anything. Mm-hmm. Three days, y'all were so angry. Three days, and it went under the bridge. I feel like they were like, you address it. Like, you address it. You say you didn't say it, and that's all we're going to say. Or if you feel the need to address it, go ahead. And if not, we're going to keep it moving. Yeah, but they literally. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy because I think, what if she did say it? Yeah. Y'all literally let things go. Like, if nobody dresses it three days, the next news cycle comes in, mm-hmm. everyone's good. And I felt like because of the circumstances, they felt like they could have just swept it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Because there were so because, many other things. I mean, if you think about it, Kobe is still trending, like, mm-hmm. the whole death. So. Yeah. 
But I, I just, can't. I honestly can't imagine how Vanessa feels though, because <sighs> you lost your husband. Not only did you lose your husband and your daughter in the same day, but you also have to maintain a certain composure because you have three other children that you also have to comfort in this time. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't even. She can't even really mourn like she needs to unless she does it in private, which she probably doesn't have that much privacy right now. But it's like you can't even mourn completely like you need to because you still have other people that you have to be strong for who lost a father and a sister. Yeah, it's sad. It's so sad. It's sad. Everybody was sick about the, and I still am. This is not for all of (sighs) y'all. People who somebody says something and you run to the hills with it. This is not to discredit Lauren's losing Nipsey. Mm -hmm. But that when you hear this story everybody was so heartbroken and it still is heartbroken for lauren yeah but then you add in that she lost her child too Mm -hmm. i can't imagine yeah like that gives me chills thinking about it and then on top of that you don't have the privacy that you really want Mm -mm. and i i also hate like even going away from the family like people we're recording like his teammates crying getting off the plane like oh look at Shaq crying like can they please have a moment yeah and people were trying to did you see people were bullying LeBron in the posting no people were literally if you went on his comments before he actually posted about it people were like you killed Kobe you sacrificed Kobe how could you like like uh, we wish you d- were t- dead instead of him. Like people were literally. Oh my! What is wrong with people in, in his comments because he hadn't posted yet about Kobe? Can he mourn? Like, and I'm just like, y'all are crazy. That, what's wrong with social media? That's why social media is a devil. Sometimes, like, it just really doesn't make sense. Like, I was listening to, you know, I'm obsessed with the All American. Mm-hmm. So All American Cast has a podcast now called The Hangout. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it. And it was, like, Daniel, the main character, and the other two, they were talking, and they were basically, like, they don't read their comments. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes they'll go through and read the comments, but they're, like, so say, like, we went through and read all our comments. Like, Mm -hmm. you can have a million positive comments, but that one negative comment, like, no matter, you can sit there and say, oh, that doesn't get to me, but that's the one comment that's going to replay in your head over and over again is that negative comment, even though you can have, like, a million positive. So, Honestly, if I was a celebrity, I probably wouldn't read mine either. But it's just kind of like, that's so hateful. Yeah. Because whether they see those comments or not, it only takes one negative comment for them to see. And you don't know how that's going to affect them. Yeah. Speaking of death threats, did you see Gail? You know, Gail, <laughs> Oprah's best friend. People so were- I saw it. Y'all, I've been so out of social media lately. So I haven't watched it. What happened? So basically, long story short, Gail, Oprah's best friend, did a inter- an interview with uh, Lisa Leslie, uh-huh. the WNBA player. And from what I can gather, it was a full-fledged interview. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it was like, let's talk about Kobe. Y'all were friends. It was, as she would call it, a wide-ranging interview just about him, his life, his legacy, all of it. So, apparently, this is what I gathered, her network dropped one part of the interview. Didn't Apparently didn't tell her they were dropping it, mm-hmm. but apparently dropped just one section of the interview um, and posted it. And it happened to be the section, not, and I say happened to be loosely because I definitely think that that was intentional. But it happened to be the part where she asked Lisa Leslie about Kobe's rape case. 
So she basically was like, oh, like, you know, Kobe was charged with rape in 2003. Do you think that that complicates his death or complicates his legacy or something like, yes. So, so Lisa Leslie pretty much was like, no, I don't, it's not complicated for me. Like, it's not complicated for me at all. And she basically goes on to say she knew him as a person, that she has NBA friends who are thirsty, basically, who are like, go get her, go get her all. She said he wasn't like that. He was never Why aggressive. Bring that and, and that's what people were angry about. So Lisa Leslie is like, you know, it's not complicated for me. I don't think he did it. I, I know him. I know him very well. He doesn't rub me that way. He's never been that way. I don't see him doing something like that. And so Gail goes, but you wouldn't. Like, you wouldn't see him doing that because Oh, so she was friend. digging. Yes, so that that's the thing. So she's like, you wouldn't see it. You're his friend, whatever, whatever. So Lisa's like, and that's fine, but I just, she was like, and I'm not saying that nothing happened. She was like, but a force, I just, she was like, I just don't, I don't believe it. And she was like, well, you know, and, and Lisa was like, he went to trial. She, she said to Gail, he went to trial about it. So, yeah. I mean, I just don't really understand what else there is to be said, essentially. And Gail was just like, well, the witness refused to testify. So they had to drop the case. And Lisa lied. said, and that's where we should leave it. Like. And she's still digging. No, no, no. That was it. Lisa said she was like, the Gail said it didn't go to trial only because the witness dropped out. And Lisa said, and that's where we should leave it. Basically, like it ended the conversation. So that clip dropped. And of course, people went crazy because. And I would have too. I I don't know how I missed it. I saw like all the memes and stuff about it, but I didn't actually look into it. I've just been that busy. Yeah. So people, people were pissed, and rightfully so. Like, this man just died, yeah. and you're over here talking about his 2003 rape case, which is already a touchy thing, even mm-hmm. when Kobe was alive, for people right. to bring it up. And then the man has died, and you see the outcry of the public. And all the things that you could have brought up, you decided to bring that and up. You, and people were mad because they're like, as a black woman. Yeah. And then, you know, people were already saying that Oprah tries to bring down um, – all the black men who stand accused of rape but hasn't mm-hmm. said anything about the white men. Like, she wants to do stuff about MJ and she wants to do stuff about Bill Cosby, but Har- like people like Harvey Weinstein, she has been quiet about. Yeah. So people were already feeling some type of way about Oprah, and then that happened. So it was definitely... Did you see, did you see Boosie? <laughs> the Kappa thing? No, Boosie addressed oh. the whole um, Gail thing, too. I did see that. And Boosie was literally, like, calling her all types of <laughs> names. And the Kappa thing was funny. Boosie has been on one lately. Yeah. But he literally went. Snoop Dogg went off, too. They both went off yeah. about the whole Gail thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoop Dogg reached a little bit because I think he said free Bill Cosby. And it was like, hmm, wait, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's not say that he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, so Boosie was, Boosie went off. I, I did see his because I followed him after the Kappa stuff. But, um, yeah. And yeah. Gail, of course, Gail came through, posted a video. She said, and that's where I got the whole background information from, that it was a ri- wide-ranging interview, that they chose that particular part to pose. And if that's true, was it malicious on the network's part? Absolutely. Right. They, they were like, we're going to get some clicks off this. Mm-hmm. We're posting it. but Which is very believable. 
Yes. And then somebody came through and put a little bit of light on it and said, you know, you kind of have to talk about that when you talk about Kobe's legacy. Nobody wants to talk about it, but But it's a part of it. But I just. Okay, uh, well, this is the thing with that and and anything. I think that women who falsely accuse men of rape should get some sort of penalty or like. No, I agree. They should have to in time in jail or something like that because that's somebody's character that's somebody's reputation and you all are throwing out the fact like oh this man raped me because you think that you're about to get some money and if it comes out false then you should serve time just like they would for raping you they should and i think that's the law does it always happen i don't know probably not Mm -hmm. but you know different but tiara marie tiara marie the one (laughs) marie to Whatever. Is there any boys around? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one. She lied on 50 Cent and said that he exposed her sex tape. Really? But she exposed it. And she has to pay him. Does like she? She has to pay his legal fees. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. She, it wasn't him who she had sex with. It was his boyfriend. I mean. <laughs> Say, no, no, no. Scratch that, scratch that. not his boyfriend (laughs) her boyfriend um at the time who it was with but apparently i don't know how she dragged 50 cent into it i really Mm -hmm. don't to be honest but she has to pay him now because it was exposed that she either dropped it or that it was not revenge porn as she was claiming it to be so I can't stand that. No, like, I can't either. It takes a crazy or a certain type of person to just sit there and falsely accuse somebody of raping you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you have, why? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. And the girl, the lady, somebody dropped a really powerful interview. We have to drop it on our page. We need to take notes about what we keep saying. Yes. We're going to drop, we're gonna drop <laughs> Several it. things. Um, we got a week full of posts already. <laughs> but she basically was saying in 2003, you had one side of people who were telling their white daughters be careful of black men yeah. and then another side of people who were telling their black sons be careful of white, white women mm-hmm. and so you know it just kind of depends on where you fell and i mean that's a very that was a very general way of explaining um that segment for those of you who've seen it right um but i you know of course we all know that but i didn't really hone in on that fact mm-hmm. that it really was and not even then today you still tell I mean, yeah, for, but that yeah. was the point, the major point, at least in our us millennials' mm-hmm. lives. Um, but we were in the third grade, something like that, when yeah. that happened. People who were around our age, when we really were like, wow. And I, and I, I mean, if I have a black son to this day, that message still is just as important as it was then. then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate that. Yeah. But, I mean. That's the world we live in. Yeah. But... Yeah, it should not have been brought up. Gail shouldn't have brought it up. She was crying, and she was like, I can't believe people are so angry at me, (laughs) da-da-da. And I just, I kind of just find it comical that she didn't. Yeah, that's why I'm over here laughing, because. The network wouldn't have been able to make me talk about it. Mm -mm. I'd have like, "Mm mm-mm. And what would you have done? Like, my thing is you were digging. Either way, if they clipped that out of the interview in that moment, whatever that moment was, you still dig for information when she shut it down originally. Right. Which was not okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Anyways, anyways, have you been seeing about the coronavirus? 
Yes. So CJ, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this. So CJ was headed the first week in March to a bachelor party in Thailand. Mm-hmm. They were going for a whole week, and I know that was about to be lit. Yeah. They're not going anymore. <laughs> that sucks. They're scared. Yes. But his, okay, so his friend who is getting married, his brother works, his brother is like a biologist, and he works for like, what is it, the, like, disease control mm-hmm. or whatever. And he his coworkers were all basically like, if you go, you're dumb. To Thailand? Yeah. yeah, and like there's this princess ship right now that's um like holding all their people on the ship for a month, like nice. they have to stay on the cruise ship. Is for that a month. the boat that docked in New Jersey? Yes. Okay, I think so. I yeah. heard about so all that. them people. I'm like, what about they gotta go back to work? Obviously not. Yeah, but it's that serious, and they have no cure for it. Yeah, I'm just very, honestly, if there's a healthcare professional or even someone who is just well-versed in that world who can let me know what the real is, let me know. Because I am just, I'm confusion. So apparently it's a respiratory infection, but there's no cure for it. And it started in China from eating bats and snakes. But then I've seen people saying, like, people are not dying from this. The only people who are dying are people whose immune systems were already bad like elderly mm-hmm. people people who already had if you diseases know my opinion i think trump planted it over there because <laughs> it's just not a coincidence that all of a sudden people are dying over a virus i think it was planted you think trump did it yep <laughs> i can't i can't blame I trump do. trump started coronavirus somebody says f- ariel somebody said f go king <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you have not seen that, you have to watch that video, Ariel. I am. When Ari Lennox called them kale and okra. <laughs> <laughs> Did she apologize? Yeah, she, she came back and I guess issued a statement and said that she was sorry or something. <laughs> he said, fuck kale. kale and fuck Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> I am just dead. I yeah. <laughs> but yeah, back to the coronavirus. Back to coronavirus. I need a, a a fact checker on this because basically nobody needs to travel right now. Not to Asia or anywhere. I think that they should stop any travel from the US to Asia right now. Period because four people is in Chicago. Mm-mm. Confirmed in Chicago and it was on the news the other day that four people were checked into a hospital in Mecklenburg County. Oh, and no. that they didn't think that that it wasn't confirmed that they had it, but they checked them in just to be sure because they were traveling from oh, China. Oh no, Mm-mm. they should have checked them in somewhere else, right? But Mm-mm. you know, um, yeah. So don't travel to Asia. Cancel your travel plans. If and you're I having. am not even a germaphobe per se. I'm not either. And I say that because I know people who are intense germaphobes. Phobes. <laughs> <laughs> I have been a little scary ever since this whole Corona mm-hmm. thing has happened. Like people who cough in, people who look not like, too well. I'm like, we literally the other day at work didn't let this man get in the elevator with us. The other week, like we were like, Mm-mm, you're gonna have to get on the next one. <laughs> Sorry, like <laughs> it's not a joke, it's not, it's, it's deadly, and they have no cure. Mm-mm. Yeah, but that's just weird to me. But I do need the facts about the coronavirus because people have been 
Some people have been downplaying it like, y'all, calm down. It was here before. Mm-hmm. It's just resurfacing. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm still eating rats and snakes and bats. I don't know. People be bored. They run out of stuff to eat. They eat all kinds of stuff over there, though. Uh, I would never eat a bat. But I do hate the fact that somebody brought up a good point that it is causing xenophobia, which is, you know, fear of Chinese people, I think. is what That's a thing? Yeah, like... Zena, let me look it up for all okay. my for all my uh, wiki friends, Google <laughs> friends. Um, I've never heard that. Let me shoot. Let me see. Okay, no, <laughs> I stand corrected. It's not fear of Chinese people. It's prejudice. It's basically fear of people from other countries. Okay, so it's <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> That makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> I am weak. Okay. <laughs> Xenophobia. X-E-N-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. <laughs> Dislike of or prejudice against people from other countries. So it, <laughs> it is increasing that the fear of people from other countries and, you know, that whole mm-hmm. Especially, it's funny that you say Trump did it because you know he's big on if you ain't from here, you don't need to be here. And it is giving them those people, which and it's creating non travel. Quick, quick side note because I don't like talking about this hoe, but damn, Tommy Loren, you know her, I think that's how you say her name, the white woman who is, I think, what is her show? Um. Ugh, I don't she even the know. Older lady? No, she's young. I don't even know what the freak her show is. It's, it's escaping me. I could probably look it up, but she is one of those big. If you ain't born here, we don't owe nothing Ugh. to people who weren't born here. We don't owe anything to foreigners. If you come over here, that's on you. Her ass went on this whole rant about how Jay Z and Beyonce did not stand for the Super Bowl for the national anthem, and I was just. Like, they sat... Can we not talk about the national anthem anymore? Because at this point, y'all should know. If we don't want to stand for it, then we're not. I genuinely want to know when... So the national anthem is about the military? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I I just have... Like, I didn't... So if the military ceased to exist, we wouldn't say that we wouldn't... Like, I don't understand. I, I don't... I don't understand why it's literally every time somebody doesn't stand up for it's basically said that you're saying fuck the military. Yeah. Because I don't feel that way. I come from a military mm-hmm. family. Yeah. But I do still understand why people don't stand for it. hmm And I mean, if that was so long ago that, like, at this point, it needs to just be people people's prerogative. Right. And let it go. She it's voluntary. It always has been. That's what she literally posted this whole long rant about. She's like, oh, poor them. They're so oppressed being black people, black millionaires in the United States. Poor them. And I just. Girl, I didn't see that either. I just. I haven't been on social media as often as you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to stay off it, but I mean. Well, Trump also said, what did he say? The state of Kansas. (laughs) The great state of Kansas. No, that's y'all's president. <laughs> I just, it's not, you don't have to say anything. Like, you literally yeah. can just, if you don't know the team, you don't know anything about football. Like, you don't have to say something for everything, sir. Nobody asked you to tweet about it. 
And then you're going to delete it and then tweet it again. To correct, correct yourself it. after just, we've already screenshot it. We have it. all already seen it. I just, this is America. This is America. Speaking <laughs> of the Super Bowl, did you see the QC, the QC Stripper Bowl? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Queen. Not Queen City, that's Charlotte. QC, Quality Control, uh-huh. I think is Migos label. And apparently they threw a stripper bowl. Apparently they did it last year too. Um, I don't know how long they've been doing it. <laughs> um, and people, strippers were mad because they had to pay $350 to dance and walked away with 1000 <laughs> Cheap date. <laughs> and people were going in. People were like, you know you're a stripper. Exactly. You know your income is not guaranteed. Like, yeah, you can't be mad. You make no, what you, you make. Can't. And you don't you're the one who was stupid enough to pay to go shake your behind in front of some famous people. <laughs> they were so mad that this girl was so mad. And I felt bad for them a little bit because I'm like, dang, you bought a plane ticket to Miami, you bought a hotel right. in Miami, you paid three hundred fifty dollars a dance, and, Miami and you left is, with a thousand. <laughs> Like, am I feeling to be hurt? Too? So you made seven hundred dollars. Not that even if you subtract not even your room, once you subtract yeah. your flight in your room, you probably made a hundred. Two hundred, maybe. Two hundred, depending on where you came day. from. That's crazy. I said, child. I feel so bad for them, but like apparently there were like a lot of dancers. Apparently they let any and everybody dance who want who was willing and could pay the three fifty. And so I guess people were mad about that. But then Cardi came in, and Cardi was like, y'all mad, but a lot of y'all was sitting around not doing nothing. Right. And people posted videos, and there were strippers sleeping. There were strippers sitting there scrolling on their phones. But apparently they split the money amongst every stripper. Oh, no. I've been like, okay, I worked a little bit harder, so I'm going to need you to divide that a little bit different. Apparently they picked up all the money and divided it out evenly amongst all the strippers that were there. Exactly, no. I've been like, I was up here. Here working for my money, <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to take away from her who was asleep <laughs> and add it to my tab, please. I can't. No. I just can't. They said uh, Sweetie was there with Quavo acting insecure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you ever been to the strip club with your man? Have me and CJ been to the strip club together? No, but I. I okay, not. <laughs> Not CJ, but <laughs> I've been to the strip club with somebody I was talking to before. Yeah. The strip club, I love the strip club. Me too. So if I'm in the strip club, I'm not going to be insecure. Me too. I love I the have a club. good time in the strip club, okay? So. You remember Houston? Yes. We had a good time. Y'all, we, we, we went to Houston. We went to the strip club. And they catfished us because they didn't tell us that we had, like, 30 minutes to drink our. We bought a table. We came in big ballers. We was like, yeah, we ain't about to stand around. What's y'all tables like? So we was like, yeah, let's go. That's, yeah. Uh So they walked us to the (laughs) table. Sat us down, brought us our two bottles We're of taking Hennessy. Our time. We're taking our time. We're like, yeah, big ballers. Yes. Up in <laughs> then the lady come tell us, so it's only thirty minutes left on bottle service. We got to pick up all the bottles in thirty. Which minutes. basically y'all have to drink it. So basically, y'all in thirty minutes we're coming to get these bottles, whether they're drunken or not. Yes. We had two full bottles of Hennessy. So it was probably what eight of us. It was. Yeah, it was about. I don't even think that was, it was, okay, me, you, Lex, Deshaun, Jeremy, Mike, 
uh, Shonda and um, Lex cousin. Yes. Uh, that was it. Except and that's eight. Yeah. So it was about eight of us, and <laughs> we looking at each other like, "What are we gonna do?" <laughs> we started inviting the strippers over to yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah, we drank as much as we could, and then we said, "Mind you, we had to fly a couple hours later." Yes. We literally drank as much as we we could, and we said, we called all the strippers over to our Take section. We was like, us. shots, come over here. <laughs> we had, like, ten strippers in our section drinking, like, no, shots. And but <laughs> honestly, let me tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all this one time, and I need y'all to believe me. Houston has the best strippers. They're <laughs> yeah. so friendly. They were friendly. And when I tell you, this is how you know they have good strippers, because at, us as women, like, we have – I don't think you should ever go to a strip club without dudes because the strip club is fun when you have dudes with you. Basically, we pay for nothing. Like, we were, they were giving us money to throw or whatever. But when you have to stop That's your true. friends from going to the ATM. We literally you, had to. Do you know the strippers are y'all, bomb? Y'all, we had to stop them from going to the ATM. I, at one point, I looked. I was like, hold up. I, tap, <laughs> I touched Mike. I said, Mike. <laughs> You cannot go back to the ATM, and I promise you're going to thank me in the morning, honey. But you've been three times already, so I'm scared to know how much you done spent in this booth. Y'all, they, I, I felt you so bad that for them. You got me so hypnotized. <laughs> Sean, he going to be mad at for putting us and him out there. He done had a whole girlfriend by the time we left. Y'all, they the, fell in love with the strippers, and we were looking like, y'all, come on. The machine was broken, y'all. No more money could be taken out of the machine. And these men were like, well, let me just go see. <laughs> No more money could be taken out. At that point, the uh, bottle girls had their little pouches with tips, and they were like, we going to do, y'all give us 20, and I think they'll give you 10 ones or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And these men were like, okay. Yeah. We're like, no. <laughs> At one point, I was like, okay, it's time to go. Like, <laughs> we've had our fun, but if we let y'all stay in here one more second, y'all going to be crying in the morning because you've out cleared your bank account. But we were lit. We had a lot yeah. of fun. I love the strip there. club. I would go to the strip club anytime. I would go to the strip club over the regular club. Yes, 100%. Just for the Let's go. Of, we should. Is there a good one in Charlotte? Um, I've been to Onyx and Cameo. They're both okay. Nothing's like the strip club. When you, my favorite strip club, so if I had to rate them. <laughs> Follies in Atlanta was super lit. Okay. That was my first strip club ever. So it was like my 21st birthday. I would have to go back to really give it a rating, I guess. Mm-hmm. But my 21st birthday, I went to Follies in Atlanta. It was so lit. Mm-hmm. Everybody was so friendly. And that's another thing. Men are super friendly in the strip club, and they don't even try to get with you. They're just buying you drinks. Yeah. But um, so Follies in Atlanta was super lit. I did that for my 21st birthday. That's still my top one strip club. Houston Onyx is my next and then I would have to go with – I honestly think King of Diamonds is so overrated. I did not really? have fun at King of Diamonds at all. Um, I went to this little rinky-dink strip club in Houston also, and I, the environment was just fun. Like, them strippers were making no money at all, but they were super friendly and funny. Yeah. So I would rate that number three. King of Diamonds is honestly my last. Onyx was fun here. I I mean, no. Cameo. Is that the place with the $2 Tuesdays? Yes. Cameo, oh, I, I put Cameo more. before Onyx, but I had a booth at Cameo, mm-hmm. and booths really make all the difference in a strip club. Mm-hmm. So, because, I mean, like, it's not really for us. We're there for, like, to turn up, like, with the dudes, but really they're the ones, like, interacting the most, if that makes yeah. sense. So, 
it's not really fun without a boo. So, yeah, I go Cameo, and then Onyx in Charlotte, and then King of Diamonds is my last. I wouldn't go to King of Diamonds again. Yeah, I got to go to Onyx in Charlotte. But I don't think – I've been to the strip club with, like, a dude I was dealing with, per mm-hmm. se, per se. But I – We got to put that on our poll. What, would you go to the strip club with your man? Mm-hmm. I think – I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I love the strip club, like 100 mm-hmm. But I am going to give myself the space to say I don't know how yeah. I would do. Because I don't want to say I would be 100% with it. And then my man get this look in his eyes and I go across I think it depends. Head. Yeah, I think it depends on the interaction. Because the interaction at a strip club can be very distant. But it can also be like like how whatchamacallit was on mic. Yeah, and you had to get up and come over there. Yeah, <laughs> they were having a moment. I yes. had to excuse myself. This was not my man, for the record. Uh-huh. It was just a friend. Yeah, I had to excuse myself because they were having a moment, and, uh-huh. and I was like, I gotta go. Right. <laughs> so it, I think it depends because yeah. them strippers will play mind games with them, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, they all into it and forget. Okay, this is a stripper. Yeah, she's clearly here to take my money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I would say if I had to give my life answer now, yes, because I love the strip club, mm-hmm. but I need to be very drunk if I'm going with my man. That yeah. way that I am not focused on him, what he's got going on, what he's doing, any of that. Mm-hmm. So We should go to the strip club. We should we plan should. a weekend where we get a booth at the strip club and just we go. We should. I'll talk about some. See, this is how anybody who's listened and who psychoanalyzes like I do, y'all heard me just say I need to go to the strip club on Tuesday, and I ain't get, I don't get paid till Friday. Did I not just we'll say? We'll go next Tuesday. <laughs> but listen, listen, say. I have to be careful what I say about Deanna because Deanna gonna call me on Monday. Like, don't forget we going to the strip club tomorrow. For real, don't <laughs> tell me like, we're oh. going because we're going. <laughs> I'm like, but I gotta work in the morning. But no, but you said that you're going to the strip club tomorrow. But we're going. We're going. You remember that time I tried to go for my birthday and then i ended up having to work we were gonna go to two dollar tuesdays oh yeah 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 yeah. let's go this weekend i get paid friday i don't oh i can't do anything and you know why until march but in march i'm down for whatever okay i need i cannot spend any money between now and march okay fine (laughs) Fine, in march i'm all yours (laughs) anybody who wants to go to the strip club with me let me know No, you have to wait on me (laughs) i can go again no, you have to wait on me. What? <laughs> Don't be like that. We can go after the club for your birthday. Fine. Strip club don't close till four. But I, I need to go before. Does it close at four here? I don't know. I haven't been here. I have a friend that works at the strip club uptown. She's not a stripper. She's the bottle girl. Mm-hmm. So I can ask her. She can get us in. Yeah, ask her. But I'm going before then. Okay. My birthday's a month away. I know. So. That's rude. <laughs> Anyways, on a different track, on a different subject, on a different page. Right. I saw something <laughs> where you have to name the top five shows that define your life. So what are the top five shows? You go first. <laughs> no. Okay, let me think. Let me make sure I'm even saying it right, though, because I think that's right. Oh, no, it's five shows to get to know me. Okay. Let me think. I'll give you some examples of what people have said. So the first one says, one, a different world. Two, living single. Three, mm-hmm. West, West Wing or Veep. Four, 30 Rock. Five, Amen. 
<laughs> I don't know any of those shows. You don't. You know a different world and living single. Yeah, I know those two. Okay, but not but the other one. Yeah. Another person said one all that, two in living color, three Fresh Prince of Bel Air, four Golden Girls, five Meerkat Manor. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen okay. this show? Let me think. This is hard. This is hard. Okay, one is the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> one is the Brady Bunch. Two is Being Mary Jane. Okay. That's a good one. I love this show. That's my shirt. That show is. Oh, shirt. really? Yeah. Yep. Two is being Mary Jane. Three. Okay. Can you join in with me? Yes. I'm, I'm trying two. to. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at. Um. Uh. This is hard. Okay. So, Brady Bunch is one. Um. Being Mary Jane is two. Not in the sense of her being a hoe, but in the sense of how like. How like family oriented she was, but she still felt like the pressure of being Mary Jane is definitely one. Not mm-hmm. even like the men part, but like her overall everything else. I feel like that describes me a lot. Yeah. So the Brady Bunch. Ah, uh, you know what show? And it's so funny because people who know me would be like, what? "But did you remember the show Ugly Betty?" <laughs> I've heard of it, but I never watched it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd put that on my list, but that was definitely a show that at the time I was a lot younger, but like, I was just like, I love her. Like she yeah. just <laughs> was like so awkward, mm-hmm. but like was in this big corporate world where everybody else wasn't. And if you know me, you know that I am like <laughs> so weird. So that might be one of them for me, but I loved that show. What's See, it's hard one? for me to differentiate the shows that I absolutely love That's what that I'm have thinking. nothing to do with my life. But I guess it's still getting to know me because if mm-hmm. you get to know me, I would like a show like Ugly Betty. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it's still getting to know me. I but would it, have to say my other one. Okay, no, you say two because I've said two. Um, <laughs> Ugly Betty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Ugly Betty is on there, but I did love that show. Um, I'm try- I think the hard part is trying to think about shows that like, the main character's life is similar to mine. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I've ever watched a show where the main character's life was similar to mine. I don't watch a lot of shows. That's the only thing. I'm really trying to think. So can we do movies too? Well, I don't yeah. know about movies. Yeah. So All American, which is like my favorite show right now. Mm-hmm. I That's like... It's a really, really weird way that I relate this to my life. But I would have to say All-American because it's just certain parts of that show that are just... I I have fallen in love with this show because I feel like it's been a chapter of my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I have to say All-American. Like, yeah. I feel like All-American reminds me of a huge, like, chapter in my life. But not necessarily like still actively, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, All American, Being Mary Jane, and what was my third one? Um, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, all the shows I'm thinking of, literally, like the main character just like goes through so much. And if you know me, like not saying "Whoa, is he my life?" Yeah. Awful, <laughs> but every time you talk to me, I'm gonna have a different story. Like, girl, right. like. <laughs> Me too. Most random things happened to me. The other day, I spent 15 minutes on the phone with some children. (laughs) Because 
they I got a you know you get a random call right and you uh-huh. put it on mute. Well, I put it on mute. I'm telling too much, but I put it on mute because I'm like I didn't figure out who this is before I yeah. answer. <laughs> and it was like some kids, and I don't think they meant to call. I think they were literally playing on their mama's phone because all you could hear in the background was my mama said I got 15 more minutes to play. <laughs> the phone with them for like 20 minutes uh-huh. like because i wasn't doing anything else i just kept them on speakerphone kept it on mute and was scrolling wheezing at these little kids <laughs> like i can see you just listening to them <laughs> i started to take it off mute and be and scare them uh-huh. but i was like i ain't gonna do that i don't need the bad karma <laughs> <laughs> i'm weak but yeah and then y'all i tried to facetime libby our um neo slash friend libby and I guess I must have clicked her old number because this white man answered. And I just knew Libby was pranking me. Like, I just knew <laughs> Libby was like, answer my phone real quick. Ha ha, it's going to be funny. So I talked to this man for like 15 minutes. <laughs> what did y'all talk about? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Literally nothing. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just chilling, like getting ready to come. Um, he didn't know who you were. No. I only realized Libby wasn't pranking me because he was like, so I guess wrong number, huh? And I said, uh, <laughs> 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 like, when I tell y'all the most random things happen to me, so I'm trying to think of shows like just random. Oh, if it can be movies, Princess Diaries. That's so good. That's I a good one. love that movie. We have okay. We have. I would say for me, Grownish, Golden Girls, Girlfriends, and Grey's Anatomy. Those are good. Yeah, those are good. Who gave you those? My cousin. <laughs> she <laughs> said that would be for her. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I just thought of one. Probably Insecure because some of those. Oh yes, 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 yes. Insecure for sure. Situations. I gotta that go home me. and watch that. <laughs> Okay, so I have the Brady Bunch. I need that show to come back right now. When is that show coming back? I don't know. That show needs to come back right now. That show, I feel like our adult generation did Mm. not have Moesha or Living Color or, like, stuff Mm. like that. And that was, Insecure was it for me. Yeah. Insecure, definitely. Me and Mary Jane, definitely. Somebody said, Living Single, Martin, The Office, Grey's Anatomy, Bob's Burger. (laughs) I'm only saying the Brady Bunch because that describes my family structure. <laughs> Somebody said, I love New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, really hard to choose five. I'm trying to think of my Oh, Sister, one. Sister might be one for me, too. I thought that, too. But yeah. I don't know if it's strong enough. So. Yeah. I know for sure Insecure, for sure Princess yeah. Diaries. Ugly Betty's probably in there, too. Um a lot of people say Grey's Anatomy. That's funny. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I mean, neither. I don't like blood and all mm. that nasty stuff. So I'm trying to think of. Never been. Something. I really can't think of my fish show. Yeah. It's we'll hard. think about it. It is hard. It definitely is hard, especially for us because we over. We'll post ourselves. <laughs> We're posting a lot this time. I, we need we'll to post write, take individual notes. pictures of ourselves with our five shows underneath. Sometime this week. We we really, after this episode, we need week. to write down everything that we've said that yes. we're going to post because we've said we're going to post a lot. So stay tuned for the rest of ours because I really had to think about it. Yeah. So have you, thinking about stuff, 
Have you ever, like, dealt with somebody, like, been in a relationship with them or been in a situationship that was significant to where you just be like, damn, I literally wish I could go back in time and just be their friend. Yes, definitely. But, okay. Not even necessarily because they did you wrong, but just because. yes. You think that the relationship would have been so much better mm-hmm. if it was strictly platonic. Yes, I'm getting off of this because I don't need to hear the good part. <laughs> so, yes, I do. Actually, yes, absolutely. Because I feel like, okay, I'm going to say yes and no. Because it's kind of like, in in the grand scheme of things, yes. Because I felt like I could have kept a friend and it could have been playing platonic and we still would have been like best friends or whatever and I guess it's speaking from my experience but then on the flip side no because I wouldn't be who I was now if it wasn't for the experience does that make sense yeah so yeah and no yeah I feel like I'm just one of those people everything really does happen for a reason I I'm definitely one of those people that everything happens for a reason too but I think that we put ourselves in situations sometimes mm-hmm. that I don't think necessarily needed to go that route. I don't know. I just feel like there are a lot of people that I look back and I'm like, they were, they're extremely cool, shitty at relationships. Yeah. Or love or any of that. But would you know everything that you knew about relationships now if it wasn't for them? Some people, yes. Some people, I literally learned nothing of substance from. I don't think from. it's nothing. I don't think it's nothing. We're getting a little deep with this now. But <laughs> I don't think it's nothing because I feel like everybody that you cross paths with teach you something, even if it's stupid, even if it's like, okay, Okay, but some people me. just reiterate something you already knew. Yes, but sometimes you need that. Like, sometimes, sometimes it might literally be simple as, okay, I shouldn't always text people first. And although that sounds so stupid, it's like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't be so vulnerable to people. Or maybe I shouldn't be so naive. Like, I just feel like each person you cross paths with teaches you something. And although it might seem, like, meaningless or simple at the time, like, in the grand scheme of things, when you meet your husband and you meet the person, like, okay, this is who I'm supposed to be with, you think back, like, oh, dumbass taught me this. Like, even (laughs) even though it was, like, so simple at the moment, but then you have other people, and in the grand scheme of things, like it was really like, you know, like real or whatever. And then you're like, oh, we should have stayed friends. So I, I guess I get that part of it where you're like, mm, you know what I'm saying? I might be rambling now. No, you're not <laughs> rambling. I get what you're saying, but I don't know. You're probably right in the grand, grand, grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But I honestly feel like despite that, there are some people that I wish – and that if I could go back in time, I would have never took it there with them. Okay, let me not lie. I agree. Because <laughs> like, now, I, okay, now I get what you're saying. Because if I take away, like, all the people that, like, really hurt me or whatever, like, if I look at the people that maybe I cut it off with, where I was like, okay, like, I don't really like you. So, okay, let's look from that perspective. If I take out all the people that I, like, was a little hurt, by like mm-hmm. if I if I don't even think about them mm-hmm. and I think about like the people that I talked to or dated that I didn't really like then yeah I'm like why did I even yeah or we could have just like I'm trying to think a couple people in college I'm kind of like okay what did you teach me like what was that fun 
maybe. Yeah. Or pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, that makes sense. I just, I, and honestly, it's not even so much a jab at them. Like, yeah. and for, like, if you're trying to figure it out if I'm talking about you, you're not going to figure it out. So. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even so much a jab at them, but just more, it's more like, honestly, a compliment. Because yeah. I wish you were still in my life. I wish that we could have a platonic relationship without all that extra stuff. Because you always mm-hmm. say, oh, we're still friends. Oh, da, da, da. But you but really can't. You really, yeah. There's really always that sort of area and space that you know you have to, like, leave there. Because mm-hmm. you already took it past that. So it's not like bashing anybody. But literally there are some people that I wish... If I knew then what I knew now, I would literally just be their friend. Because some some guys, and I guess women too, do not be biased, are better friends. Yeah. I have a lot of male friends that I have never taken it there with mm-hmm. that I am like, they are my homie. I love them to death. But I feel so sorry for <laughs> the people that they are dating. Yeah. Okay, so see, that's kind of awkward because like I have people, it's like at what point, is it no longer like you you can't be friends anymore? Because I'm thinking of like several people that um like I have been with yeah. and I didn't kiss them. They never stayed the night at my house. Like we never did anything. But the fact that we talk, we can't really be like it would be awkward to be friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's like we never did anything. So like what what is that? I think it's different point? too with you because you're in a relationship. So that adds a no, whole like different. No, like before then. Oh, even before then. Yeah, it's like that's still awkward. Like it's still awkward, and, and maybe it's that maybe they have feel- more feelings for me than I did them. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like what, like at what point is it considered like okay now is it, it's too awkward for us to be friends? It's not even so much awkward. Well, I guess awkwardness, but. It's either it's always either I feel extremely awkward or they feel awkward. It's mm-hmm. never because there's a lot of people who I would be friends with. Like it wasn't that deep. I was to gonna me. say I'm not an awkward person at all. Like I, I'm I'm rarely I don't make it awkward for anybody. Like I, I just don't. Unless I intentionally try to make it awkward. For some people. Yeah. Like, so if, say somebody, like, somebody broke my heart or something like that, I'm going to make it awkward on purpose. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's the petty part of me or whatever. But very rarely, like, I could, like, talk to somebody and, like, they hurt my feelings. And a week later, I'll see you and I'll be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. It's a lot of people who I'm not awkward with. It's a lot of people who, like, it is what it is. We both know what happened. We're grown. Cool. Boom. And then it's a lot of people who... But but then there's people who can't give me that same in return. Right. Like, who, I'm like that, but they're like, I don't know. For whatever reason, they're mm-hmm. like that. So, I don't know. It just had me to thinking, like, dang, like, I really wish I could go back in time. Because, right. honestly, whatever blip we had was not worth. <laughs> whatever blip. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, I honestly feel like it depends on the person, too. Yeah. 
Like, it depends on who it was and what the relationship. It, it's a lot of factors that go into it. Because some people can fully accept I was not what she needed me to be, but, like, we can still be friends. And mm-hmm. some people are going to try it and try it and keep trying it and keep trying it. And yeah, you just got to cut them off for your own peace. Like, you like, dang, right. I can't even be a friend. Exactly. But I also feel like it kind of depends on how y'all started the relationship off, too. I feel like if you didn't have a relationship beforehand, then you can't really have a friendship. Like, if you came into it and y'all started talking immediately and it was kind of, like, not platonic to begin with, then you can't expect to really go back and have a friendship afterwards because it wasn't started on a friendship. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, though, because for me, if I talk to you and I, if I seriously talk to you, we have a friendship underlying. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh, we were never friends because kind of we did build a friendship. Yeah, but it was based off romance. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you just kind of are friends with somebody and then, like, later you're like, oh, I kind of like them or I can see myself being with them. That's a little different than you being like intentionally, oh, I think they're cute. I'm going to get to know them. That's not really starting something off as a friendship. That's starting something off with the intention like, I think they're cute and I want to get to know them in that way. Yeah. I wish people were, because see, okay, one thing about me, if you know me, I will have a conversation about anything. Mm-hmm. I'm very open in that aspect. I right. can be very closed in a lot of senses, but in the aspect of like, if you want to ask me, a, if you want to have an awkward, confrontational conversation, I'll have it. And I wish people were more like that because I, if you say like, are we friends? Why can't we be friends? Mm-hmm. Know, I'll tell you like why we can't be friends. Why we can't? Yeah. Or I'll say, no, I would love to be friends. Like, I mm-hmm. just was hoping you were on that same page, whatever. Like, I'll have those conversations. But I've noticed a lot of men are not confrontational oh or, like, God. just do not want to have uncomfortable not conversations. Even, yes, and that's so frustrating. Like, I don't know what it is with men not being able to freaking talk. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's like they can't form the words to come out of their mouth. And not trying to make them sound dumb, but it's just kind of like, this is life. Like, you're grown. You're going to have to have uncomfortable conversations, but they're very non-confrontational. Not saying that I need somebody to freaking argue with me, but it's just kind of like some conversations are healthy to have. Mm-hmm. And you you need to know how to have those conversations. Yeah. It's just like anytime you put a lot of men in uncomfortable situations they shut down and they don't know how to use their words yeah I don't understand it and I guess it has to start from somewhere maybe the way they're raised I don't know so I have made it a point that I want to be super intentional when I have a son to Mm -hmm. not do whatever it is and and I was also going to say like I feel like that kind of goes back to how like families how our families raise black men to not really be emotional I think a lot of it also comes from that because I've had like several situations where somebody like kind of has told me like I just suppressed everything like I didn't really know how to communicate mm-hmm. or I didn't really know what to say like in that moment and then like later I regretted it or later like I formed the words of what yeah. I knew I wanted to say but it was too late. Yeah. I feel like we as a black community, teach black men not to really express emotions because that means that you're weak. Yeah. And then, but in the long run, that hurts them because it, it, it takes until their, like, late 20s, early 30s to find out 
and in situations that they could have talked their way out of or talk more to understand they don't. And I guess that part of it I do understand. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with. I think we need to work on it as a society. I do understand that black men struggle to show emotions. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I don't know, call me crazy. To me, that doesn't mean you can't have a conversation. Yeah, but that's why I think that they're little, um, like it doesn't click with them. Like, nobody is telling you to pour your soul out. Right. But... Well, you should be able to touch the basis of it. Yeah, like you should or say something. Like that's what bothers me. If I'm sitting here telling you how I feel and spilling out my emotions and that and you don't really have anything to say back, or you can't form the words to have the conversation when I'm clearly like telling you how I feel or telling you how like this situation made me feel or just talking more than you in general, and you can't say anything. It's like okay. Yeah, I don't get it. And I try to be very much a safe space for my mm-hmm. people. And when I say my people, I mean, like, friends, relationships, whatever. I try to create an atmosphere where you can come to me and say, hey, I feel this way, and Same. I will not explode or not, yeah. you know, like, literally hear you out. So I just don't get it. I don't get why you can't come. And I understand everybody's not like that. But I guess for me, I get especially offended because I'm like, you literally could have just told me. Right. <laughs> and honestly, that's so much simpler. Yeah. I I just feel like it makes it more complicated than it is when you can't properly express how you feel or what you need to say or respond back to what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it is emotions when you get, get down to the nitty-gritty of it, having to come out and have an uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. usually involves sharing how you feel. But, like. Maybe we're just over-emotionally. I mean, I know men think that we're overly emotional. Because if you think about it, 9 out of 10, when you have conversations like that, we're initiating it. Yeah. But even when I do initiate it, sometimes it's because your energy is different. Mm -hmm. Or your energy is off. I can tell something is happening in your world that (laughs) you're not. I'm laughing because we've gone on a complete... Tangent. We did. We did go on a complete tangent, but we we're just having a conversation like it's you and I now. I know. I know. We're like podcast. Oh yeah. We forgot we were recording. Anyways, 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 anyways. Y'all know what we meant. Y'all know what we meant. Some of y'all can relate. I do wish though that I could go back and be friends with some people and like. I did too. That. Yeah. Sequels, friendship, A1. Mm-hmm. Relationships, nah. Yeah. That, I don't know. That's just, I do wish that I could go back and just be friends with some people. But then I think about the experience that I had in the moment, and I'm just kind of like, that was meant to happen. Nope. That shaped me. Nope. Not I. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the person. You have it. You're lying. Because you I can it. think of a couple people where you're no, you like, can't. I know Deanna, she's lying. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but we'll wrap it up there because she's going to continue lying. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> Whatever, she's lying. I know she is. That's my sister. In two ways. All right, so we brought back We See You, Sis. Yeah, we did. And I'm going to let Deanna read it. Uh, I knew, you know what? <laughs> I said to myself, y'all, and I should have wrote it down. I said, Aria's going to hand me this phone when we get on recording. Because, <laughs> y'all, I can't, my contact's a little just. 
Uh, yeah. They uh, moving around. Uh, I'm like a compilation of all your excuses every time it comes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My contacts, they just. I, I, they I, are. I'll read it next time, I promise. Okay. So we see you, sis. So for those of y'all who are new to listening to our podcast, um, we did a segment. We did slash currently do a segment called We See You, Sis. And basically we pick a woman who inspires Ariel or I or both of us together um and we read a short bio about her on the podcast and post a picture of her so if you feel like you should be featured or if you know someone who should be who should be featured send it to us because we are all about um shouting out yeah women's empowerment shouting out women um march is women's empowerment month so we're gonna have some things planned for that yes all right so this week's feature for We See You, Sis, is Miss Lexis Byers, who is the founder of LB Literacy, where she helps today's millennials learn the importance of budgeting, credit, and preparing for the future. In addition, Lexis also has a clothing line called Free, F-R-E-E, which stands for financial, Financially Ready to Exceed Expectations. This means being ready mentally, physically, and emotionally to set the standards of entering financial freedom. You can find Lexis on IG at LB Literacy. That's E L L E B E E Literacy. And on her website, LBLiteracy.com. Make sure you check her out and you can learn what inspired Lex to start this business. Go, Lex! And Lex is also our sister. Yes, I, I bought one of her shirts. I'm aware. I'm going to dress it up and then I'm going to post it on the page along with the 50,000 other things that we're posting. <laughs> yes. But, but no, she really has good tips like daily on her Instagram page that has really helped me along the weeks as far as getting my finances and things together. So mm-hmm. definitely check her page out because she has some amazing content. Yeah, that's one of my big goals when I switch to Chapter 26 to get my finances together because that I am uh, F minus right now <laughs> when it comes to budgeting. So, yeah, check my girl out. Yes, we see you, sis. And that just about wraps up this episode. Clearly we had enough wine. We've been on about 10 tangents at this point. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever, whatever. <laughs> But yes, so you all have a great week, month, year, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Great week, month, year, Year, whatever. (laughs) Millennium. (laughs) And yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.